Welcome to Burge's Power Hour. Are you ready to get burged? That's my new thing, man. That's my new thing. Get burged. Have you got burged yet? (laughs) So that's my new little slogan uh, right now. But listen, tonight, today, wherever you're listening, if you're listening to the call now, awesome. Uh, And if you're listening to the recording, awesome. It's all about time is up. I really wanted to go on that because of, you know, I love Oprah and all. But here's the thing. Stand in your power. So that is what tonight's going to be all about is standing in your power. Power to the people. Boom, boom. Power to the people. Okay, anyway. Power to the people right on. So that's, uh, I'm showing my age. Okay, that was John Lennon. So I'm going to go ahead, and if you have background noise, by the way, if you would, wouldn't would mind, hit star six. That will mute you so that we don't hear your small background Small little noise. mini, uh, small uh, filet mignon. I'm sorry? <laughs> uh, speaking of background noise, okay, hit star six, please. Hit star six, please. That will un- That will mute you. And then when it's time, if you want to speak or share, something, which I'm sure you will, Uh, all you have to do is hit star six again, okay? If I get a lot of background noise, I'll go ahead and mute everybody, but I kind of want to leave it open if I can. And if you want to speak and share something or ask questions, you can hit star six again, and that will bring you back on. So there's some uh, background noise there. So I think what I'm going to do is just go ahead and mute everybody um, let's see. All right, here we go. So again, all callers are muted, and you can unmute yourself if you hit star six. So if you hit star six, that will unmute you. So um, I'm just thrilled that I could talk with all of you tonight. It is a power hour to get burged. So we're going for right for the time is up. Stand in your power. Time is up. Stand up. Rise up. Get up, speak up, live up, thrive up, gear up. So those of you who are Essence of Being graduates, and we call them lovingly EOBers, part of our healing forest that we have around the world, welcome. Those of you who are not yet, welcome. And um, I'm hoping that this will uh, really give you a sense of how powerful you really are and we really are and and how important we are in this world right now to have a voice. So as always, most of my power calls, I love to do experiential stuff. So if you can get something to write with, that'd be awesome, and get something to write on. If you're driving, maybe not so much. However, you can always listen to the call again uh, during the recording and you can go ahead and do your inner work or your experience then. So uh, if you are new to the call, welcome, and I'm very experiential with what I do. I've been doing these things for 37 years now, so it's time to uh, really, time's up to uh, stop hiding, right? Time's up to really stand up to anything that is bugging you that you feel like you've had to back down or that you've had to hide uh, and that you haven't had a voice. So if you've been told in your life to shut up or don't speak up or it's better to be seen and not heard or if you're you're afraid that you might get in trouble and maybe many of you have had evidence that if you do speak up and stand up and say I'm here and this is what I feel and think and want to say maybe you've had evidence that to, you you do get in trouble and that it's scary sometimes. Maybe you've been reprimanded in your life for doing that. Or maybe you're one of those who just overcompensate for that and you just shout all the time and just try you can't get a word in edgewise with you. So it can go either way. And all of the work that I do around any of these emotional, spiritual, mental, physical type of blocks that you might have is is all subconscious. Most of it's subconscious, and it's unconscious stuff that started a long time ago. So 
so is standing in your power and standing out. So Buckminster Fuller is one of uh, my protégés, one of my protégés, yeah, he's he's one of my mentors and one of the philosophies that we really uh, dive into in in a lot of our uh, experiences and all of our uh, play shops that we do. And what he talks about is standing out. Instead of, you know, when we say stand up, time's up, stand up, stand in your power, he talks about standing out because if you look at the whole world and you look at the globe and you look at the earth, which way's up? So it depends on where, you, where you're at. Like if we're, we're thinking China's, you know, that's on the other side, right? So he looked at the world in a different way. He said, look, instead of standing up, stand out. Stand out of the earth. And, of course, it's a double entendre that... What we're, what I'm really wanting us to do, and I'm encouraging all of us to do, is to stand out and be unique and be our powerful selves that we really are, and not be afraid. And so, standing out is really important. And he also said, instead of sitting down, you sit in. You sit into the earth. In other words, you're going in as opposed to down. So it's just another way of looking at things, which is he's he was brilliant and how he looked at things. So I just wanted to share that with you for a moment and just say go ahead and stand out. Let's have the power come back to us. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. And so power is uh, can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. So when we talk about time is up, stand in your power, I want to give you an acronym, okay, of power, P-O-W-E-R, just in case you forgot how to spell it. And remember, if you want to say anything or ask questions, hit star six, and that will bring you back in. Okay? So here's the thing. Power. P stands for purpose. So this is the acronym for power. P stands for purpose. To have a purposeful intention. In order for you to stand on your power, it really is an imperative in my in my world to really have a purpose, to have intentional, purposeful uh, thoughts. And in that purpose, you're adding value. So as long as you're adding value, then you're adding value to everybody. If, you're, if you are moving along your journey toward your goal and your purpose in life is to add value, then the effect you have in the world will add value. If you are stagnant and standing still and feel like you have no purpose, then you have no effect. Because if you're not moving, you don't have an effect. And if you feel stuck, you're not having an effect. So go ahead and say to yourself, I want and choose to have a purposeful intention. And again, as long as you're adding value along the way, as long as you're not taking but adding along the way, on your journey, towards your goal, then your effect in the world will add value. So purpose is really, really important. The O stands for ownership. Ownership, in again, in essence of being and all the uh, other uh, experiences that I, that I offer is really about taking responsibility. Taking responsibility and ownership for your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. So being a powerful, purposeful person really requires you to take ownership. It, take, it requires you to say to yourself, I'm not a victim. Because every time you say you blame somebody else for something or you shame yourself or you make excuses or you, or you feel guilty, you're giving your power away. You're basically saying nothing can change, it's not my fault, or you're saying it's all my fault. And either way, that is not a powerful position to be in. And so reframe what that means, responsibility. It's your ability to respond that determines the quality of your life. Ownership is the same as responsibility. W stands for win-win. So in order to be powerful in the world, 
I really look for the win-win, and that definitely is a Buckminster Fuller term about win-win. If you are playing a win-lose game in your business or in relationships or in your life, in other words, if someone has to lose in order for you to win or if someone has to win in order for you to lose, that's a zero-sum game. So I invite all of us to have the courage, the courage of knowing who to play with, the courage to discern who can I play with that's going to play win-win. And, of course, when you do our Essence of Being classes and all the things that we do, our our workshops, our play shops, we teach you how to play win-win in a win-lose world sometimes, and that seems to keep coming up, is that a lot of people aren't playing win-win because of the belief in scarcity. So in order for you to be powerful in the world and show up and demonstrate what win-win looks like, you have to have some courage and some discernment and learn how to discern and trust your own instincts on who to play with so you can play win-win and be the demonstration, be the beacon of, of light, be the beacon of power. Okay, and when I mean power, when I'm going through this acronym, power is not power over, it's personal power. Personal power to create and choose what you want in your life and how to demonstrate that to everyone around you. So E stands for energy in motion or E-motion. Okay, our E-motions which is energy and motion, our emotions are our guides. They help us discern. Our emotions, when we feel things, it gives us a direction. Without emotion, in my world, it's it's hard to be powerful and to own yourself and own your own commitment to life and and what you want without emotions because that is your rudder that guides us, our emotions guide us as to what to do and what not to do. So if we do not feel our emotions, we are rudderless and we have no direction. So I'm all about emotion. I'm all about it. So power is really, really allowing yourself to feel because it's hard to feel passion and joy and love if you don't feel And the R stands for real. Be real. Be authentic. Be authentic to who you are. And what I mean by being real is basically you don't have to put on a mask to go out and be powerful. You don't have to be, you know, a strutting peacock, say, I'm powerful, look at me. But be real about it. Be authentic. And part of being authentic is being vulnerable. Yeah, it's that other V word, right? The victim and the vulnerable, okay? So being vulnerable is, it really is, one of the ways I want to share with you is that um, the more vulnerable you become, the more strength you have. And it doesn't really make sense. Um, because a lot of times when you say, my strength lies in my vulnerability, which is one of the things that I always say in, in our play shops, is that the, the, more I, the more I can become vulnerable, the more strength I can have. And again, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but when you talk about power and strength, a lot of times we put up our dukes, right? We hold up our, our, our fists and say, this is power. Well, when you do that, you block so much. You block out the people in front of you. You block out love. You block out the energy. You block things. You're fighting. So for me, if I stand in an open stance with my hands stretched out and I'm vulnerable, the power of that vulnerability and the courage to do that and know that I'm open, I can allow so much more in my life by doing that. It is a huge, powerful position. If you think about yoga and all these other kinds of uh, positions that you can stand in, the power stance is with your hands wide open and your legs wide open so your chi energy and all of that love and all the energy can move through your body. It's really 
really about being vulnerable. But many of us are afraid to do that because of evidence that we've had in our life that that's scary or it's not okay or we're going to get hurt. So again, the acronym for power is purpose, ownership, win-win, energy in motion, and being real or authentic. So the point of power, that personal power, not power over anybody else, but that personal power is in the present, is in the present moment. The point of power is in the present. It's really difficult to create from the past or the future. So part of being present is really being present in your communication. So standing in your power, I'm going to give you four steps of speaking up, of times up, of allowing yourself to have a voice. And the first one is being present. That's the first step. You have to be present in your communication and how you show up. If you're sleepwalking through life, then you're missing a lot. And part of the communication, and you've heard me say this before probably if you've been on any of these power calls or any of my my programs, that basically 7% of communication is written. So most of our, unfortunately, most of our communication these days is in our screen. Okay, it's texting, it's emailing, that kind of thing. You're only getting 7% of the communication. How many times have you been misunderstood? Or how many times have you misunderstood someone just by text or email? So that's only 7%. So it's really difficult to be present and to tell your truth and to stand up when you're just in 7% communication. 38% is tone. So when you're being present, be present with your tone. That's why phones, okay, being on the telephone uh, is really way better than just something written because at least you're getting the tone. You're getting the tone that I'm compassionate and I want this for you. You're not getting the tone of, you know, I hate you or something, okay? So you get the tone of what I'm trying to say when you're on the phone. 55% is body language. So the body language is is the highest level of communication and it's really difficult to do that if you can't see the person so being in person that's why i do so so many live events to me that's really standing in your power and standing in your truth and being able to speak up and be seen because live events you really get the body you get it all it's you get tone and you get the body so that's why zoom at least or skype or whatever those different programs are, at least you get to see the person's face and their expressions because that is 55% of communication. So being present is the first step of speaking up. The second one is having responsibility, taking responsibility. So I've already talked about what that is, but I'll say it again. A lot of times if you feel like you're not heard, uh, then you become a victim. In other words, when you start... Uh, shaming yourself or making excuses or blaming other people for your position, you can become the victim. And what that means is you um, you can't change anything. You bitch, moan, and whine, but nothing changes. So there's no practical change when you're in a victim uh, feeling place. And a lot of times victims will attack. We attack back or we go and hide. So if you if you find yourself being in the victim mode, blaming other people for your situation of not being able to say, I'm here, time's up, stand up in my power, stand out, and you're blaming other people for it or, or institutions or whatever, then you have the propensity to go and hide or attack. But nothing really changes because you're not taking responsibility for your own thoughts, your own actions, and your own beliefs. And it really is all about your beliefs about yourself because, again, if you react instead of respond to people, 
then it's triggers. It's things that are not really being um, fully realized. You're not being in your power zone because you are being triggered. My ability to respond determines the quality of my life. And you are not responsible for other people's feelings. You are not responsible for their actions. You are not responsible for their thoughts or their beliefs. You can't change those as much as you try. Well, maybe you can try, and maybe they do change. But many people, the reason why they don't stand in their power is they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Many people get very codependent about that. Maybe they don't tell their truth because they're afraid of either getting hurt or getting reprimanded, getting in trouble, or that they're going to hurt the other person. So I really feel like the second step in standing in your power and speaking your truth and standing out is taking responsibility. The third one is creating synergy. Create synergy. And remember synergy, or maybe you don't know, but that's another Bucky, Buckminster Fuller. Synergy is the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Everybody has a voice. So when you create synergy with other people, you can stand in your power and not have to slink away. Um, Come to a resolution. If you both have different opinions, if you're talking to someone and you are uh, wanting to tell your truth, but you just you know change your mind to avoid conflict that is not creating synergy if you're trying to avoid conflict and just change your mind just to say whatever that's not really creating that the power position for you to have a voice but choose to come to a resolution think about it if you both feel heard if you're talking with someone if you both feel heard you can still have different opinions you don't have to make each other wrong But please don't change your mind just to avoid the conflict. Seek harmony in that and a resolution. Come to some resolution or resolve. Trust yourself and others to have that ability to create synergy. And in order to create synergy, you have to have cooperation. You have to have a little bit of cooperation with each other. And in order to have cooperation, you have to be able to trust. And boy, do we go into that a lot in all of our play shops that we do and our experiences is really allowing yourself to feel trust, trusting yourself and trusting others and trusting the universe or God or great spirit or source or whatever you want to call that energy, just having that ability to trust that. And that is a big one in allowing yourself to stand in your power, to know that you're supported and creating synergy, even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't think that you are. So the fourth step in basically speaking up and standing in your power is saying these words. I'm going to give you this as a tool as well. For me, the truth is. When you talk with somebody, you start with that. For me, the truth is. Instead of backing down and just, you know, not allowing yourself to be heard, or instead of powering over somebody, just say, for me, the truth is. And do it with compassion and empathy and respect. Because what you're doing, when you respect yourself, you can respect others. When you have compassion for yourself, you can have compassion for others. And when you're empathizing with yourself, you can have empathy for others. And so when you say, for me, the truth is, basically, it's really difficult to get into an argument about that because people cannot say, no, that's not your truth. So you position it so that you share that. And it lets go of any defensiveness. So if you find yourself in arguments a lot when you're trying to stand in your power (laughs) say something or 
when you're trying to get your point across. Uh, let go of that defensiveness and, and the arguments. I think it'll help if you just try it next time and say, for me, the truth is. And do it with compassion for yourself and others, okay? So, so Burge? Yeah. Um, I find that one of the things that works really well for me is to agree to disagree uh, with somebody's opinion. So it's okay to have a different opinion. And you don't have to make them long for it. When you use this technology, for me, my truth is, or the truth is, uh, this, and, you know, we can agree to disagree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Who is this? It's Steve. Hey, Steve. Absolutely. Hey, Hey, hon. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that is, but for, well, that's why I love saying that. For me, the truth is, so it's my truth. It may not be your truth, and we can disagree, exactly. but we don't have to fight each other about it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Agree so, to disagree. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So let's let's go in and let's do a little bit of discovery. Uh, what your bubble talk is around standing in your power. Now, remember, if you want to speak or share anything, all you have to do is hit star six because there was a lot of background noise. I was just letting that out. So if you want to say anything or share anything, uh, you hit star six. Okay. So bubble okay. talk. Pardon? I'm sorry, Burge. Go, go ahead. I'm so, it's Karen. How are you? Hey. Hi. So I, I'm fighting myself with a whole lot of stuff in this talk. Um. I love you, I know the principles, but I can't find a win-win in certain situations, and I keep beating myself up about it because I can't figure out how to be authentic, be who I am, and not hurt somebody else or let them hurt me. Okay, I've got a perfect thing that I could share with you about boundaries and how this works, how you can be in your power and not feel like you're hurting yourself or others. Okay. Now, as far as figuring out uh, win-win, if you're playing with a win-lose environment, uh, get out. <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about family in a way, in uh-huh. part of this situation. So if I get out, that means I, and I have, I've cut that person out of my life. Okay, I, I understand. So what I mean by get out is get out of the dynamic. Get out of that dynamic and rise above that. And so um, this might help you when we go into this bubble talk thing right now, and I'm, I'm curious to hear what you come up with, okay? Okay. And then I will talk about how to be in your truth and your own authentic self and in your realness and be vulnerable and not allow others to hurt you and for you to hurt others, okay? So... You're you're right where I that's perfect. So if you'll hold on a second, let's go through this little bubble talk thing for everybody and then we'll go back to the boundaries. I think it'll be really important for you. And then I'm looking forward to seeing how this comes out for you, okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. So I'm gonna do four I'm gonna say four statements. And the bubble talk what I'm talking about, those of you who do not know, bubble talk is the subconscious thoughts that keep you from getting what you want or the unconscious thoughts that keep you from getting what you want. It's sort of like you see that bubble above your head like a cartoon character. That is what you're thinking. Now, you may be saying one thing, but your uh, your subconscious or your unconscious thoughts are saying something completely different, and you're not aligned. So your conscious and your subconscious aren't aligned. So oftentimes, and again, uh, if you do affirmations or little lies you tell yourself until they become true, what I call them, if you do those affirmations and things don't happen as quickly as you'd like, it could be because you are having some blocks on the subconscious or unconscious level. So what we're going to do is we're going to go in our bubble talk and find out what is our bubble talk about power and about standing in our power and saying uh, it's, it's okay for me to be seen and heard. 
Okay. So these four statements, what I want you to do is to do a stream of consciousness writing, and what that means is I'm going to say a statement, and you fill in the blank. You just write it down, whatever, whatever the first things that come up. So don't try to edit it. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to think about it. Just write down the first things that come up. Okay, here we go. Number one, my fear of being powerful is my fear of being powerful is fill in the blank. And finish up on what you're writing. And then number two, my fear of speaking up is, my fear of speaking up is, finish the sentence. Just write the first things that come up. And then finish up on the one you're on. And the third one is the worst thing that will happen to me if I show my power is the worst thing that will happen to me if I show my power is just finish the statement. What's the worst thing that can happen? And then finish up on the one you're on. And then number four, the last one. The best thing that will happen to me if I show my power is... The best thing that will happen to me if I show my power is... What's the best thing that can happen to you? Finish up on the one you're on. Okay. So this stream of consciousness writing that you wrote down um, is a clue into your subconscious or your unconscious. So, Karen, let's go back to you for a minute. If you hit star six, what did you write down? I did. 
Um, on fear of um, the fear of being powerful, that I'll bulldoze, bulldoze over people, that I'll just not be conscious of their thoughts or feelings or whatever. So you won't have empathy for them. Is that Maybe. what you mean? Maybe. It, what, what? Tell me more. What do you mean? My fear of being powerful is you'll hurt the other people. Just run over them. Just run yeah. over them. Okay. Overpower. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And my fear of speaking up is judgment and retribution. What kind of retribution? Judgment or retribution. Judgment retrib- or retribution. Okay. And I have a feeling most most people would write that down, right? My fear of speaking up is. What's what's it going to cost me, you know, the retribution or the judgment that people will have about what I say or feel or think or do? Okay, how about number three? The worst thing that will happen to me if I show my power is? Loss. Lock? Loss. Loss. L-O-S-S? Yes. L-O-S-S, loss. Okay, that people will go away? Yes. Okay. And the fourth one is the best thing that will happen to me if I show my power is? Unconditional love, success, um, abundance, money. Okay. So do you have a belief somewhere, okay, that the subconscious thought saying that in order for me to be powerful, that's what I have to do in order to create success, abundance, and unconditional love? is that I have to show my power. You said that's the best thing that will happen to you. If you show up, right, as your powerful self. Yes, but on the other hand, the worst thing is that I'll lose people. Right. So, So you're in this conflict of how can I be successful and abundant and unconditional loved and not hurt other people because that's my other worst side is if that happens and I do that, then there's a risk. I'm taking a risk. I'm going to be judged and I'm going to lose people. Correct. So there's the conflict. Yeah, it's a bad conflict. Yes. Yes. And what? No, so I've been, you know, this is this conflict this thing that's going on back and forth in my mind and it's driving me crazy so what would happen what would happen if you could shift the fact that um that if you showed your power and you and you stood in your power and you told your truth with compassion that you have compassion for yourself, you have empathy and respect for yourself, and you do it in a way that is vibrating respect, vibrating compassion, vibrating empathy. Do you think people would go away? Or do you think they want more of that? Um, okay, most people that I deal with, you're right, that they won't go away. But I'm dealing with someone who believes in win-loss, or he doesn't want to believe in win-loss, but he's living in that world. Oh, in a win-lose world? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when you say loss, um, so the thing is, when you let go of someone, okay, and you, when you're really, really attached to somebody, and you really want them to be with you or like you or um, respect you, oftentimes if you let go of that attachment and you turn them over and say, I'm going to show up as the vulnerable, empathetic, respectful, passionate, compassionate person that I am, that's what I choose to show up as, and if they are not vibrating on that level, then I then I will turn them over to the universe and I will allow myself to continue to vibrate that. And what will happen is you will get that back. You will get compassion, empathy. You will get respect back. 
it may not be from that person immediately or ever, but you will get it back because of law of attraction, because what you're vibrating out, you're getting back. No, and I get that, but... Well, there's no but. There's no but there. No. So, okay, and. So why don't I say and instead of but? I, you know, I understand. You're attached, all of the honey. Things. Yeah, of course I'm attached. It's family. I Yes, I, I'm attached. So it doesn't matter if they're family or if there's somebody on the street that you've never met. You can treat another human being and a soul exactly the same way of letting go of the attachment of how you're being judged or if you're being loved. Because what you're attached to is them loving you enough, them respecting you enough, them um, showing you unconditional love. And what I'm trying to say is the more you do that for yourself, the easier it becomes for others to do that even your family and anybody else. And you, cause you it, can't it, change them. Yeah, I get that. And, and I get lots of love from all of you. Bounds okay. and bounds of it. And it still hurts. Okay. I didn't say it doesn't hurt, but what hurts is you're attached to it being a certain way. You're, being, it's, it, you're attached to someone, some specific person has to love you and respect you, and empathize with you, and uh, love you unconditionally in order for you to love yourself. That's what hurts. And if they don't do that, then you internalize that as you're not lovable, or you're not, you know, respected, or whatever, whatever's going on. So, and I know that perhaps you see that intellectually, so my intention for you and anybody else listening is that you understand this on a cellular level and what do you do with this? So let me let me go to the boundary part of how this works, okay? So when you have something like that, well you're trying to protect yourself from being hurt or protect yourself from being lost and standing in your power and telling your truth, boundaries are your self-preservation. And they are an integral part of how you define yourself in the world. So if we could move forward into unity consciousness, we remember that we are all connected to each other and everyone and everything. But each of us is unique. And we must maintain that integrity as we grow because it is that uniqueness that we carry that enables us to share the spark of that whole divine thing that we are in this world. It is our individual sacred flame that must be protected. So it is our own unique vibration. That integrity of who we are has to be has to stand in its power. And so in the past what we do is we built walls, right, of separation in order to define ourselves because we didn't know any better way. And these bodies we wear are part of those walls. But they are much more than that. The largest walls that we have are the ones that we carry in our minds. So where we've forgotten the truth about all of us being part of the one, that we are all connected, the time for the walls and separateness is over. And now we are being called to find new, healthy ways to define our boundaries. So it's not about protecting ourselves from others. It's about standing in our power and letting our flame shine on to create the unity that defines our new boundaries. No more walls and separateness. That whomever we want to have in our life and whatever is hurting right now, Karen, and anybody else, it's understanding that we're defining new ways of being in our boundaries. For instance, the Tao symbol is the yin-yang. It's that representation of the truth of God for many, the yin-yang symbol. So we've gone past the need for artificial means of protecting ourselves. We're moving into a reality of unity, which says that we truly aren't separate from each other. 
But within that unity, we still have to be aware of our energy, our own energy, and that of everybody else's. So you remember the yin-yang symbol, what it looks like. We are both the darkness and the light. And as, and as such, we can exude and receive both dark energy and light energy. So when we forget that, we stumble. And when we aren't sure about our truth and what we believe and how we stand and what our power is, then we can't be sure what our path is. So when we lack certainty of our direction, we then become vulnerable to following the energies of someone else, of taking on somebody else's truth as our own. And then we lose sight of our goal. We lose sight of who we are because we're looking at that other person to tell us what their truth is of us. So something that might be helpful for all of us is to really identify what your personal truth is, your core value that's so important to you that you would protect, protect it at all costs. So you realize that you have actually defined your true self. So hit star six. I'm not sure what that background noise is. Where you are, please hit star six. Thank you. So here's the thing. If we could realize that we've actually defined our true self without making artificial walls or separating ourselves from anybody else, then... We can really stand in our uniqueness. We stand in our light. We stand in our power. We say we are unique. Our vibration is unique. And yet we're together and connected at the same time. So ask yourself, what are my core values? Make a list of four things that you hold to be true. And if you have more than four, that's okay, too. But make a list of four things. You don't have to do it now, but make a list of four things that you hold to be true, that your four core values, this forms your your value wall, if you will, or your personal square. They are foundations of your own authority of who you are. Remember, these are the values that you live by. And they are the ideals that must be upheld in order for you to stay in integrity. So, for instance, one of my core values is my word is my bond. Integrity is the essence to me. Holding my shape. Holding who I am. Not allowing outside influences to move me one way or another if that's not what I truly believe. Not allowing another person to judge me enough to where it pulls me off my center. That's another value that I have. So my word is my bond. If I say something, I do it. And if I can't do it, I let you know. I renegotiate. But integrity is the essence. Holding our shape. That's how we stand in our power. And it is your uniqueness that would allow you to succeed in any kind of conscious creation that we want to do. Because every time that we set our intention from our truth, from the truth of who we are, it is clear to the universe exactly what you desire. And the answer is always yes. And it is your truth that will protect you from anything outside yourself from this time forward. I must say that again. It is your truth that will protect you from anything outside of yourself from this time forward. So everything outside of ourself is an illusion of our own creation, a story or a dream or something that we designed to assist or support us in learning and mastering our life lesson. So the obvious answer to all of this is that we had to learn about fear, about, about all these things, about what our fear is of speaking up and being powerful so that we could fully understand love. It's the same thing about yin and yang, light and dark, good and bad, right and wrong, fear and love. 
that we own all of that. And what we fear, if we keep focusing on the fear that they're going to leave or I'm going to hurt somebody or I'm going to be judged or whatever the things you wrote down, that's what we create. Because as I always say in all my experiences and play shops is what you focus on expands it gets bigger and bigger and bigger so if you're focusing on the fear of what could happen that's what keeps happening okay you i wish somebody else would speak up (laughs) but i got a funny story on this one okay so for the people who are on the call who know me i'm consciously trying to, or bringing in the person I'm looking for, (laughs) or looking for me, or whatever. Um, So I've been on dating websites. So one of my core values happens to be integrity and holding my shape, and I kind of put that into my profile. And I go out with this man who has the exact opposite core values that I have. He's the... He's he's in his integrity, but it's a complete opposite of mine and ends up calling me a moron on a first date because I had different values than he did. So what's up with that? (laughs) Actually kind of funny if you think about it, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's funny. It really is really is funny. However... It, the funny part about all of that is one of the key words that you used in the thing that you just set, shared with all of us is judgment. My fear of speaking up is I'll be judged. So okay. I think being called a moron is is a judgment. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so you, you got to really look at and see... Uh, you know, you got to realize and brought to you, this is not okay with me. This is absolutely not okay with me. And so you attracted someone to you that judged you for you to look at and say, you know what, he can say whatever he wants because I know I'm not a moron. So I am going to learn this lesson that I, that judgment outside of myself doesn't matter. So No, and it really you, didn't matter, but like... Right. Why would I attract somebody For you like to that? learn that it doesn't matter. If you don't bring things to you that trigger you, then you don't learn them in a conscious way because you are the one that are, that's saying, I choose to be conscious about this. So whenever we start being conscious about our own definitions and our own core values and our own beliefs and our own subconscious thoughts, it comes up. Remember, everything unlike love comes up for the purpose of healing. So when you attract somebody to you that judges you that quickly, I would say that's awesome because that means that you are really, you're really on the verge of understanding that it's really a mirror for you, hon, to say, I stop judging myself. I choose to stop judging myself, and you will not keep attracting that as soon as you stop judging yourself. Okay. Because you're not a moron. Or any well, we, that, that that's evident. <laughs> just, well, okay. I love the word <laughs> moron. So, yeah. Okay. So, do you do you get it? As long as you yeah. are, yeah. When you let go of the judgment of yourself, because that was your fear of speaking up, she'll be judged. So, as long as you. When you let go, totally let go of judging yourself and holding your shape and your integrity, meaning it doesn't matter what other people think because I know who I am, and that is me standing in my power. Time is up to let go of judging yourself. Time is up for all of us to stand in our power. Now, let me give you a couple of tools, okay? Does that help? Did that help you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gave me okay. a good laugh, but that okay. I knew it would. It was funny. It was actually very amusing. But well, the good news yeah. is you were amused, as opposed to I hope that again, if once we learn that we're moving toward unity in our life, 
that we're all connected. So clearly, you know, somehow you definitely needed to hear that so you could say, no, I'm not. And yeah. for you to look at, and, where and am I judging something myself? Something else I'm going to, this might not go over really well, but something else I might put in those profiles is that if you, you're a Trumper, don't contact me. <laughs> well, that's a core value. It's, you know, that's, that's something that you, that is your belief system and that is where you operate from and that's your paradigm. So, you know, if that's the way that you, again, you have to understand that we're all connected, okay? So I just the piece that I really want to get here is that in order for us to stand up in our power is to understand the light and the dark, is to know that we're a part of all of it. That separateness, the separateness that's out there right now is sickening and sickening. Yeah. So for me, for me, it's a matter of unifying and understanding that we all are connected on so many levels that we don't even want to look at. So let me go ahead and give you guys a couple of tools on how you oh. stand in your power. Okay. And then I'm so we we're almost at the hour here. So so first of all, ask. Clarifying questions. One of the tools to use is ask clarifying questions with someone. If you're feeling um, judged or stupid or uh, afraid to stand in your power and tell your truth, ask a clarifying question. Just say, I have a clarifying question. And so that puts the onus or puts the um, responsibility on the communicator. Therefore, what you're saying is, I, you were not clear enough for me to understand. Please clarify. So it, it shifts the whole feeling place if you're one of those kinds of people that are afraid to ask questions or afraid to speak up. Another tool is to use I words whenever you're speaking, when you're standing up and you're saying, you know, this is how I feel. Use I words when you're speaking to people. Not you make me feel this way or you did this to me or you that. It's I feel. Use a lot of I words. I feel this. I did that. I take responsibility for my own thoughts and my own beliefs and my own actions. And then another tool that you can use is I can only imagine how that might feel or I can only imagine tell me more. Tell me more. It's a very useful tool to not get into a fight about anything, especially when you're coming from, if you're wanting to speak your truth and you're wanting to stand up and be seen and heard, this is a really great way to show empathy. Tell me more. So in that particular situation, I mean, it's a little bit, uh, out there, but you could say, I can only imagine how you feel by calling me a, a moron. I can only imagine that you must be really um, st- stuck in your thoughts, you know, or I can only Insecure. Imagine, <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine how you feel, you know, you must be really hurting to, yes. call, you know, to call me a moron, you must be really hurting, and Tell me more about that. I mean, that'll shut that'll shut that right down. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, this is Amber. Um, when you guys say that, it makes me feel better because when you get into a, an argumentative kind of state and someone says, I'm sorry you feel that way, that does not – I don't feel that makes things better. So I like your approach of <laughs> – of this new sentence. Yeah, I, like I can story. only imagine, right? Yeah, because it, it really, you know, I was going to ask you, how do you say, I'm sorry you feel that way? You, you know, say, I can hi, I don't feel like you're listening to me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish you would listen to me more. I'm yeah. sorry you feel that way. You know, what could be a different response? For you to say, um, I can only imagine or imagine that you are feeling, and then you put in, you know, fill in the blank. So you're putting yourself, you're having empathy for that other person before you make any decisions or, or comments about how you feel. So you're saying, I can only imagine that you feel, you know, whatever that is. You must, you, I can only imagine you don't feel heard right now. 
and so it's kind of validation. Yeah, you absolutely acknowledge and validate. And that, because let me tell you, everybody, I, I teach around the world, everybody wants to be heard and acknowledged and to know they make a difference. And really, bottom line is everybody wants to be loved and accepted for who they are, period. No hey, who you are. Yep. Hey, it's John. Um, hey. Hey, I just wanted to chime in real quick. Um, about this whole sentence structure of telling someone, you know, I can only imagine how you must feel, tell me more. Um, you and I went through this, you know, kind of um, little role play on one of the Mastermind sessions a few weeks ago, and yeah. I use it at work all the time now with every customer that I get involved with because I'm in the customer service industry, and it has not failed me yet. Awesome! I know. Awesome! <laughs> it, it is so awesome. It, it works so well. It just really kind of like, um, it really just allows the customer, and whether it's a customer or whether it's your partner, or a spouse, a family member, or a friend, um, it really just kind of lets them know that you're really listening and that you're really hearing what they say, and you're not really worried about rebuttaling because you already know what your first statement is going to be when they give you a chance to talk is you're going to empathize and ask to know more. So you really don't have any listening block up because you really just sit, sit back and listen. And then you let them – it's like once they get to say everything they want to say and then you ask for them to tell more and then they say – they go into it even more, that entire time that they're talking, they are letting their guard down without even knowing it. Perfect. That's, that's perfect. Yes, you're our poster child for how to communicate and definitely tell your truth and how not to get into, um, uh, you know, fisticuffs all the time about – things. So it's really, thank you, honey, it's about being acknowledged and heard and empathizing, respect for yourself and others and telling your truth with compassion and allowing other people to be heard. And that's how we stand out. That's how we stand in our power. And that, my friends, time is Hi, up. Hi, Bert. Bert. Yes, time is up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bert. This is Deborah. How are you doing? Hey. Hey, you know, I just wanted to add my, this has been a great call. I've been in my car, so I've been had a lot of mood going on, and I muted because there was a lot of noise. But one thing I want to say, too, that's good for all of us is just to know that each of us is an individualized expression of God. So when we stand in our power, you know, I look and say, well, God, he knows that each of us is a unique recipe, and he's always seeing how he can reveal himself through us to the world. And so he accepts the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. He needs every bit of the recipe of who we are to be him at, at, at an expression of, of, of her, the goddess God, the, the father God, you know, but we need that expression. And so when we stand into it and we um, move, realize we're, we're, uh, we're a vessel which all can be channeled through, we can begin to accept, you know, it's like the breath is not just our breath, it's, it's creator's breath come to us, the words, the gifts, the talents, the purpose, the thing we're to do, he, you know, this presence, this creator wants to do all that he can all that he or she, you know, depending on how you said, um, can through us. So sometimes that empowers us too when we realize that when God said, let there be birds, he meant let there be birds. When he said let there be snow or let there be rain, each of it's different. Each one's unique. And the way we all have our unique fingerprints, handprints, we all, I believe we all have our own spirit print and our own heart print, and we have our unique purpose print. And in that that can, you know, embolden us to stand in our power. And, you know, so I just wanted to add that. So. Thank you so much, Deborah. Word, man. Preach it. Preach it. So, yeah. So here's the thing, everybody. I just want to say this is a great call tonight, and it's going to be uh, recorded. I'm recording it now. But I just want to remind you that next month is March. Hello, March 21st. It's the third Wednesday. Remember, every month we do these calls. And next month, March 21st, is going to be I the Hurricane, How to Be Calm in the Chaos. Okay, it's the eye of hurricane. How do you calm in the chaos? We've had a lot of chaos in this world, so I figured that would be uh, good to, to to share with you. So, just FYI, uh, just so everyone knows on the call and on the listening to the calling as well, um, I am doing here in Atlanta, March third, sexual abuse and trauma experience, uh, March third in the afternoon. Uh, you can, uh, if you're interested in that, it's not on my website. It's a very specialized thing I'm doing. So if you're interested, you can hit, you can just say Burge, email me, Burge at essenceofbeing.com. Bird, B-U-R-G-E, at essenceofbeing.com. I will send you the link for you to see what I'm talking about. Also, that is on all of my uh, sites, essenceofbeing.com. I'll be in New York 
in April doing Essence of Abundance, April 21st. I'll be doing uh, Essence of Being, yay, in Florida, Fort Lauderdale, uh, April 27th to 29th. And I'll be doing, May is my High Vibes Month, there so May 4th through the 6th will be Higher Vibes in Fort Lauderdale, and Atlanta, May 18th through the 20th will be Higher Vibes. Uh, in Atlanta, and then I have many, many others coming. I'll be in Europe this year and Africa, all over the place, and we have all kinds of cool stuff happening. Go to essenceofbeing.com. I'm going to unmute everybody so we can say so long and say time's up and um, until we meet again. So let me do this. Okay, everybody, so let's just say time's up and until we meet again. What you focus on expands, everybody. All right. All right. Until we meet again. So long. Thanks for a great session. Thank you. That was awesome. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome, everybody. It's good to hear all of your voices, and I reach you to see, and I'll see all of you soon. Hey, thank you. Bye-bye. You too.